everyone, welcome to the Rolling 420s podcast. I think this is episode five. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to episode five of Rolling 420s, this fifth edition D&D podcast. I'm Jonah. I'm your host and dungeon master here. Um, and I've got some great players around with me today. You guys are going to be really surprised on who it is. The first big surprise of today is just right over to my left here. Anchorage. <laughs> and we've got a surprise guest visit today from uh, yours truly. Wendy. Oh, just kidding. Not a surprise guest oh. visit. It's the same one. Yeah. <laughs> Can you guess who the third member is? It's me, Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry. <laughs> Welcome, guys. Um, now that we've all introduced ourselves, I think it's time to do a really awesome recap. And you know what? I did it last time, and it just didn't really have the same pizzazz or inaccuracies that it does when you guys do it. So which one of you wants to do it? I can do it. Don't let Tom and do it. Okay. <laughs> well, so we started off the last ge- the last episode, I believe, in my house. We just woken up, gathered that we gathered the uh, necessary materials, and then, well, first we tried to make our way to get a carriage from the Blackguard encampment, mm-hmm. um, where we ran into Barney and Barney, and while they're nice chaps, we didn't really stay stay around long. We went back then to get our our tree stomping ponies and to get. I think, well, we, I think the we name did get his corgi. Emilio. We got Emilio. Emilio. <laughs> we retrieved Emilio, and then from there we began our adventure chasing down um, the caravan, which we'd gotten that information from Barney and Barney. Um, and we started by making our way to Morn Hall, where we'd yep. learned the lizard was going. No. No. Bellamy. Bellamy, sorry. We rescued the lizard. Sorry. <laughs> Man, I, ha- lizard in your I haven't even done anything cool yet, and here we are. <laughs> All right. Um, but then, yeah, we, we took down some 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 big guys who were giving us some trouble. Um, I'm sure we can fill you in on that later. And then I made some friends. And... Um, Oh, and then we found a bunch of coconuts. That was essential to the plot of the last episode. That is that is pretty essential. And um, yeah, now we're about to make a br- a daring assault on an occupied bridge. Uh, you guys had set off on your travels to Morn Hall. Uh, on the way, you were accosted by some giant vultures, which you were able to deal with quite easily. And Tommen was even able to tame one of them and name it Sebastian. I didn't name him. Oh, sure. Um, (laughs) His mother probably did that. (laughs) The party continued on. They rested for the night in a grove of magical coconut trees uh, that was a result of a few natural 20s. On the next day, they continued onward until their travels were halted by a giant canyon called the Titan's Grave. And the only way across seemed to be a giant bridge with a small guard tower in the middle, full of the Black Guard. You all uh, stopped your carriage just a little ways off, and Tommen decided that uh, the best course of action was for him and Sebastian, the giant vulture, to go uh, rain down terror 
from above on this bridge of unsuspecting black guard. Um, we ended last time, I believe, with Tommond and Sebastian taking off uh, to begin their aerial strike. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wendy and Anchorage, you watch as without any discussion whatsoever, uh, Tommond and the new vulture squawk at each other for a few moments. <laughs> then Tommond leaps on his back and the two of them take off, soaring towards the large bridge spanning across this chasm. What are the two of you doing? Wendy, look at me, okay? This yes. is what we gotta do, Okay. This is a perfect opportunity for us to bring the carriage down there, okay? And with all the commotion going on, they're not going to really do any, like, in-depth checks on the carriage. So we'll just pass through as a coconut carriage. You know that we have a black guard carriage, right? Like it's no, no, we're Black Guard Associated. All right. We're bringing co- uh, coconuts to Morn Hall. Ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Emilio goes, oh, that could work. That could work. Uh, the king's birthday is soon. You could say you're bringing coconuts for the celebration. Okay. All right. Um, does anybody have, like, a costume or something I could wear? Like, oh, a blanket or something. A cloak. Blanket or cloak? Do you want the poncho in the uh, Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. time wearing? <laughs> I don't know why I gave you that. He takes off the poncho and the sombrero and he gives it to you. Can I keep the mustache? It's really starting to grow yes. on me. Quite literally. I can't get it off. Oh, oh okay, okay, yeah, for sure, dude. Uh, okay. You guys gotta hide under the coconuts now. You're kidding. What? No, I don't want to. No. Hiding? Have you looked at me and, like, my volume? You just gotta not move <laughs> and be under the coconut. Okay. You guys do that. I'm gonna steer. And I go <laughs> and to try to steer the carriage. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. I think I have an idea on how to make this a little bit more trustworthy, this whole... What, like, wouldn't it be a lot more, like, like a lot easier to believe that you were actually associated with the placard if there was a placard steering this placard card? Do you have a placard? Well, I could become one for a while. Oh, dang. Oh, that's no? smart. Okay, I'll hide. You do the no, talking. No, no, no. You have to do the talking. I'm just the guard that's, like, escorting you. Well, how's that going to work, then? Well, you're just, like, I don't know, some, some, some trade. Oh, I see what you're talking about. Okay, yeah, Yeah. I'm on board, dude. You are? Yeah, dude, let's do it. Does this mean I still have to hide on the... Yeah, get down there, Emilio. Okay, Uh, Emilio, he, like, kind of climbs into the coconut, uh, when a coconut crate just piles him on top of him. You're pretty much invisible. Can I cast this guy's self? Yes, you can. And become a blackguard. Okay, uh, what does this blackguard look like? You know, doesn't have a beard, doesn't have long hair. <laughs> Let's just say like a very manly man, really. Um, maybe without a lot of teeth, actually. Okay, okay. Yeah, like looking kind of rough when you look into his face. All right. So, so you don't really want to talk to him anyway. 
Mm, that's great. <laughs> he okay. looks as if he's just, you know, just qualified enough to steer the cart. That's that's good. Yeah, that's good. Okay. That's a, that's a pretty <laughs> convincing disguise. Um, that's what a lot of the black guard end up looking like. Because the Katagat is, like, so dangerous, and they're really just regular people. Um, so, oh, we'll smash cut over to Tommen as uh, the two of you begin to roll down the hill in this little carriage of yours towards the bridge. Tommen, you sail over this giant gorge with this long hanging bridge that's connected in the middle by this giant guard tower that goes pretty much all the way as far down as you can see into the Titan's grave. You can't even really see the bottom though, it's too dark. Um, but then the two sides of the hanging bridge are connected to uh, either side of the guard tower and then swoop to the far side of the canyons. Um, you can see a few black guards uh, patrolling along the bridge um, and then flying by. Do you want to make me a perception check? Sure. That is a 23. Okay, so you don't see any other black guard carriages around here. Um, but the bridge is definitely large enough and wide enough to uh, accommodate for multiple carriages um, <laughs> of about the black guard size. Uh, looking at all of these guards here, there's probably about eight. You can see six in the tower and uh, two that are patrolling back and forth on the bridges. Um, so is it does, does the bridge pass through the tower like with a gate and everything? Yeah, so either side of the bridge, it, like, reaches the guard tower, and then there's, like, a big gate where the guards have to, like, open it and let whoever's coming through across the bridge. And then there's a little processing zone, which is the guard tower. And then there's another gate where they let you out onto the other side of the bridge. Hmm. Okay. It's strangely well organized, especially for the Kattegat. So you said there's six guards in the tower, which would mean that there are two... On the, gra- on the bridge? On the bridge, yeah. Uh, they're walking in a group of two, and they're, like, walking from one side of the bridge to the, to the guard tower, and then they switch to the other bridge. Um, but they're currently on the side closer to uh, um, Wendy and Anchorage. Walking to or from the tower? They're walking back towards the tower. Sebastian, what do your bird eyes see? Mm, I see uh, eight guards in black armor, (laughs) six of them hide in their stone nest. We shall tear them from the nest and drop them like newborns that have not learned to fly. How how wide is the t- is the tower? And is it like the ki- is it the kind of tower with like a roof on it, or is it like open? Roof on it. It's like a full uh, like kind of round tower going all the way up with its little like kind of shingled roof at the top. The roof isn't particularly strong. The rest of it's all made of stone, but the roof is like kind of wooden shingles. Okay. Um. So so they're kind of looking out out of like a portcullis kind of thing. Yeah. They're they can barely they can't really see up up very well they've just got some windows looking through you were just able to see them all in there because you got a 23 okay and so what's the rest of the bridge made out of uh the rest of the bridge is made out of these like super uh wide thick like wooden planks all attached together with these like metal cables sebastian how much weight can you carry do you reckon 
Mm, I have no clue. <laughs> what is weight? I am a bird. How 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 many animals can you carry, and how big? Five, medium. Okay, so like five me's. No. Oh, let me look at my spells. How do I want to do this? Okay, while you're looking at your spells, um, you and Sebastian kind of just assume the classic buzzard like circle formation high above this little tower. And Anchorage and Wendy, the two of you roll up to the edge of the bridge. The ponies are seem a little uh, nervous to step onto the bridge. They kind of whinny and like stomp just like a little bit right at the edge and stop. I mean, can I like, I guess like, yeah, try to make the move by like pulling... Animal handling check. Mm, that's... Mm, that's a 17. A 17? Uh, you're pretty good with animals when you're not getting advice from Tom and, uh, you, like, you make some, like, uh, soothing noises and you just shake the reins a little bit and they, uh, reluctantly start stepping forward onto these wooden planks. Uh, the bridge sways a tiny bit, but it's very strong and the horses just start walking across it. And your carriage clump, 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 rolls. And the noise causes the two guards that are walking across uh, back towards the guard tower to turn around. And they see you and they like kind of squint looking over you. They do the little uh, hand over the eye thing to shield from the sun. Uh, and then one of them like kind of waves to you and they start walking your way. Yeah. I want to just like wave back and like nod. Okay. Yeah. Uh, make me a deception check on that, Wendy. I want to see how, how convincing this wave and nod is. <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. <laughs> Wait, can I also wave a nod? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, sure, you can also wave a nod. Is it deception? Yeah. Uh, that's a 19. Yeah, well. <laughs> that's rough. Wendy. Um, you wave a nod and you, like, fully forget not to speak. <laughs> and you go, oh, hello. And your super high-pitched voice. And they look at you. They both kind of, like, stop. And they they kind of look horrified. And one of them, like, pulls out his sword as they approach. What, you idiot. <laughs> uh, they walk up to you, and the one with his sword drawn goes, Uh, who are all of you? We're not expecting any more carriages today. Uh, what's up, dude? I am... No, 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 no. We don't want to hear from you. <laughs> We'd like to hear from the Blackguard, please. Yeah, I mean, at this time, I want to make sure to, like, have my voice sound a little bit deeper. <laughs> but I want to, like, make sure that it, like, that they hear that this takes a lot. Right. Right? Trying to make it deeper. Oh, so you're making it obvious that you're trying to make your yeah. voice sound deeper. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yes. You know, I myself don't actually know what happened. Um, I, I got asked to, like, you know, help this weird man uh, carry his... What are we carrying again? I'm so sorry, gentlemen. This is really just hold a on, formality. We need a deception <laughs> check there. <laughs> No <laughs> fucking way. Is that a natural one? Yes. 
Oh my god. Well, Wendy, you are just fumbling through every single part of this. You fail to disguise your voice at all, and you still sound very feminine, and you get so flustered that you lose the concentration on your disguised self, and it drops all together. As soon as it drops, I want to, like, leap off the carriage. (laughs) Like, in, like, surprise, like, woo! You leap off the carriage in surprise. <laughs> like you're just so shocked that this isn't a black car. Yeah. Okay. Deception check with this advantage. Nine. Uh, you go, ah! Uh, and you're like, oh, Wendy, no way. I mean, what? Random person disguised as a black guard. You're really not selling it. The other one is going to draw his sword and uh, uh, go. Why did you? Yells out like, hey, we got intruders. Uh, And the rest of the black guard, you see the gate like swing open and the other six guards come rushing up uh, towards the rest of you guys. But they're they're still pretty far away. You got a couple rounds before they get there. Uh, Go ahead and roll me initiative. Me too. Uh, Yeah, you too, Tom. Oh yeah. yeah. Did it, Wendy? Yeah, it did. At what point? I don't know, man. I don't really know what happened. <laughs> when you shrieked hello at them? You know, usually I'm a lot better when it comes to playing theater. I don't know what's wrong with me today. Must have been man. the smoke, honestly. This is the karma for all the natural twenties you guys got last session. Uh, okay. Um, Anchorage, what's your initiative? 11. 11. Wendy, what's yours? 11. <laughs> Tomid, what's your initiative? 1. Er, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 2 plus my 1. <laughs> so, 2 total? Yeah. Nice, nice. Wow, you guys? Glad I'm up here. <laughs> um, so, those two guards are going to go ahead and go first, because you guys' initiative is pretty bad. You didn't seem like such a bad plan in the beginning. <laughs> it was pretty fine. Yeah. It was a pretty good plan <laughs> until you shrieked at them. <laughs> um, the first one is, since you jumped back off the carriage pretty unconvincingly, um, this one, he, he just tries to tackle you and take you to the ground. Fair enough. Because in, in his eyes, you still just kind of seem like a random merchant. He doesn't. He's not like worried by you at all. So he's gonna make a grapple check against you. So you can make me an athletics check or an acrobatics check to try and combat this. Acrobatics. (laughs) (laughs) What is is it, (laughs) Anchorage? I I think I can see what it is from here, but I, I just really want to hear you say it. (laughs) Uh, natural one. Use this die anymore? <laughs> no, I really like you guys using Anchorage. You kind of like try and just dodge out of the way, but he sticks his leg out and you trip and you fall right on your face. Take one damage. 
and he's suddenly on top of you, and he's got like his knee in your back, and he's trying to pull your arms around to shackle you. And you're like face down on the bridge. Oh man. Um, that will bring us to the other guard's turn. Uh, he, seeing that it's like, oh, his buddy is handling the merchant. Um, he like points his sword at you, Wendy, and he uh, goes, slowly get off the carriage and walk over here, please. Um, and that's the end of their turns. Anchorage, you're up. I want to yell out, Emilio, open up the back. Let out the coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, all right, I'll roll initiative for me. That's a natural 20. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. I'll let Emilio go right now then. Um, you yell this out, and the two guards look at each other like, what? And then you hear, Koosh. <laughs> <laughs> It's like first a few coconuts fall out as the doors are opened, and then all of them start falling out and rolling like marbles in Home Alone towards these guards. Now, uh, Wendy, you're still up on the carriage, so it's not going to affect you. And Anchorage, you're already on the ground, so it's not going to affect you. But this bridge is slanted and like because it's a hanging bridge, so it like dips down in the middle. So all the coconuts start rolling towards the guards, like, really quickly. Um, and I'll make them both, both make acrobatic saving throws. Yeah. The one that is pinning you down, Anchorage, he, like, holds on to you and just kind of, like, plants his feet. And the coconuts just all roll around him. The other one tries to, like, move out of the way of the coconuts and starts, like, running away from them. But they just pick up more speed. (laughs) And they just, like, pull his feet right out from under him. And he falls down. And the coconuts kind of, like, roll him away down the bridge a little bit. Until they kind of, like, start rolling off the sides. And he's left, like, 30 feet down the bridge just laying on his face. That will... Anything else you want to do, Anchorage? I want to try to break out as the coconuts are rolling down. Okay. Uh, Make me an athletic check. Ten. The number to beat was eleven. You struggle to get out, uh, but he just holds you tighter. You're not going anywhere, buddy. That will bring us to Wendy. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess we just need to use violence here, right? Yeah, you're pretty much at that point. Huh. Well, then, is, is this still within range? Uh, you, you'd have to hop down off the carriage. In order to wanted. slap the guard, I have to hop down? Well, I mean, actually, you could probably just walk to the edge of it and just yeah. like, swing down. Yeah, I would like to do good. that, please. Okay. Uh, so you, you reach out and you summon your hammer to your hand. Yes. And you just want to swing down at him? Yes. All right, then you attack. <laughs> That's an eight. An eight. Uh, he's a little out of range, and you can't quite get to him. Uh, that will bring us to. I, do I still have movement left? Yeah. I want to move back, like on the card, like out of his range. Out of his yes. range. Up onto the card. Okay. Uh, that will bring us to the other six guards. Uh, the other six guards they start running along the bridge, and they make it to about where. Uh, the guy, the guard that got rolled down by the coconuts is laying, and they like help. They they pick him up. Um, he's lost his sword at this point. He doesn't have a weapon anymore, and one of them hands him a spear. That is going to be their turns, uh, which will bring us to Tommen. 
No. Booyah. So I've, I'm seeing all this unfold. <laughs> yeah, you're watching all this unfold from above. Man. Things went really wrong. <laughs> Do I know that? Yeah, you can tell me <laughs> things went really wrong. Hmm. Without my guidance, they have fallen apart. <laughs> Sebastian, we need to help them. <laughs> and considering I only have fire spells, let's hope those horses can push the wagon backwards. <laughs> they cannot. That's um, not how wagons work. <laughs> maybe none of the wagons you know. <laughs> but I've known some that I would consider quite backwards. <laughs> Sebastian, take me down to the tower. Uh, he'll like fold his wings a little bit and you just start rushing down towards the tower. Robin, I need you to make me uh, an athletic check to hold on. Because you don't have a saddle or anything. True. And you really haven't ridden on this thing much. That is a 16. That's a 16. Uh, you lock yourself on, you hold on to his feathers, uh, and you dive down towards the tower. All right. Um, how far are the guards now from the gate? Uh, sixty feet. Is it still open? Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, <laughs> drop me off by the gate, please. <laughs> uh, he opens his massive wings and there's of wind, and he slows to a stop right at the gate, and he sets down with his massive talons, and you hop off by the gate. Do I, is, do I see anyone inside? Is there anyone? No, they all ran off to... Uh, <laughs> with your oh, yeah! Sebastian! They need your help more than, more than I will. We need to save them, because we're the only two competent ones among our party. We are the leaders. 50-50 partners. <laughs> <laughs> I trust that, you'll be able to, that you can help them with those guards. He's I'll... already gone. Okay. He's zipping over towards those guards. Okay, I'm gonna. Do, are there any levers or anything to close the gate? Yeah. I'm gonna go over and I'm gonna I'm gonna find the lever and then just go. Hey, boys! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so this all kind of happens simultaneously. Let me make some noise real quick. Oh my god, that's a natural twenty. No. Okay. So they. Uh, no, that's good for you. Okay. They whip around and they look at you. Oh shit. Somebody's about to close the gate. At the same time, the shadow descends over them. <laughs> and giant talons reach down and grab two of them. And just <laughs> lift them off the ground. Both of them screaming and like grabbing onto the talons to try and free themselves. Another one of them like reaches up and like grabs the guy's feet and tries to like hold him from being lifted off. And he just like pulls his boots right off as Sebastian lifts into the air with two of the guards and then just sails a little off the bridge, oh. turns around, hovers there for a minute, and drops him. They look in complete terror. They look back to you waving at him, and they start sprinting to try and get back to the gate. Okay. Away from this giant bird. Uh, that'll bring us back around to guard two. Guard one has absolutely no idea that any of this is going on. He's thinking he's really got this merchant dead to rights. <laughs> uh, he's gonna uh, clip some handcuffs on you, just from behind your uh, hands are now locked back there, Anchorage. 
Uh, and he like kind of like roughly pulls you to your feet by the shackles from behind. Uh, and he like kind of looks around once he stands up, and he's like, "Damn, I swear there were more guys coming to help me." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, guard two is most definitely dead as Sebastian has just dropped him into the Titan's grave Uh, which will bring us to Anchorage I'm gonna whip around and gust him (laughs) okay so he needs to make a strength saving throw yeah that is a four total uh, he is pushed five feet back, and then I jump onto the carriage. Oh, shit. If I have enough. And could you turn around with your, like, hands behind your back pointed towards him, and you just, boosh, <laughs> gust him, and he just flies right over the edge. <laughs> just, <laughs> and he doesn't even really know what hit him, and then you just hear screaming. That's it for him. That'll do it. And you, like, look around, and you just hop back up on the carriage. <laughs> uh, Wendy, you're up. So what's, what's the situation like? The other guys are all running towards the... They're all running a- away from where you guys are, um, towards the gate where you see Tommen, like, right at the lever, smiling all big, waving. And then uh, the massive form of Sebastian kind of swooping away from the bridge a little bit, but now he's starting to turn to make another round. Sure. Yeah, what, what should we do? Should we just keep going? Go. Yeah, right? Yeah, can we just kind of... Can I, can I... How, how fast do you want? you want to, like, run down these guards as they're trying to escape? Or do you want to, like, move slowly across the bridge? Let's move slow enough so my horses don't fall because of the coconuts. <laughs> yeah, good call. Yeah. Uh, so luckily, the coconuts just crush like insects under the oh, hooves nice. of All these right. horses. Yeah. Just stomp, 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 They're also stomp. probably like falling off the bridge. Yeah, and most of them are rolling off at oh, this yeah. point. No, yeah, I'm gonna... I didn't fail the steering check, so I'm gonna... <laughs> yeah, so you continue to steer them <laughs> yeah. along. Just going at a nice slow pace as these guards sprint back towards the gate. Uh, it is going to be their turn. Oh, wait, and while I'm doing this, can I go like, yeah! <laughs> Living out your American dreams. Yeah, it's like me, like, oh, I gotta catch you guys! <laughs> <laughs> they run even faster. They're absolutely terrified yeah! of this insanely muscular, bearded dwarf woman. Uh, just riding them down at a very slow pace, yee-hawing and yippying the whole way. Um, yes. They are going to spend their turns, uh, some of them are, uh, spend their turns sprinting back towards the gate, and they, they get almost there. They get, it's, they have 60 feet run speed, and it's about 60 feet away. So they get almost to the gate. Um, three of them do that, the other three stop where they are and kneel down pull out crossbows and all fire at Sebastian okay that's a 19 18 and 9 but those are all plus 3 so that's a 12 and his armor class is only 10 right now so all 3 are going to hit him that is 8 plus 6, 14 plus 4, 18, 
plus three for 21. He has 22 hit points. <laughs> All three of these arrows strike him, and he starts plummeting down into the gorge. And it just, like, drops out of sight. These guards are pretty weak, but once they're all put together in a cohesive force... How many are left? Five are left. Or eight to begin with. Eight to begin with, uh, and three have been dealt with. Three have been dealt with. Two are sprinting <coughs> towards Tommond with swords. Uh, three of them just fired at Sebastian. And that is the end of their turn, Tommond. It brings us to you. Okay. Two are sprinting at you. How? And the, and the gates, I'm assuming, not close to being closed. Oh, it's almost closed. It is? Yeah. You, if if you like pull the lever all the way down, it will shut right in their faces. They took Sebastian from me, so I'll take what I can from them. <laughs> I'll cast Scorching Ray. All right. Uh, how are you directing the three bolts? Um, I mean, I'll shoot two at the guards approaching me and one at the okay at one of the ones. That all right. Rolled hit. Okay. I rolled a nineteen. That hits. Um, a two. Which is a becomes a seven. Does not hit. And then a seventeen plus five. Uh, that definitely hits. Uh, so one of the ones uh, directed at the guards running at you is not going to hit. Okay. But uh, the one at the crossbow and one of the guys charging at you hits. Yes, that's going to be eight to each. Eight to each. Yeah, I, I rolled two fours oh, and a, wow. a two and a six. Holy shit. Um, the scorching rays strike both of them in the chest. One of them flies wide, but the two that you hit is uh, some devastating damage for them. Can, can I just use my bonus action just pull the lever the rest of the way? Yeah. Yeah. You pull the lever the rest of the way and <laughs> the gate slams shut and you can hear them banging on it from the other side. Uh, Anchorage is going to bring us to you. I want to turn to Wendy. Wendy, do you think that I should try to save Sebastian? Yes or no? <laughs> I don't want no dramatics. Just give me a yes or no. So, yes. Okay, I, I jump all... off of the cart, no, and I no, run, no. and I jump oh. down into the ravine. Oh, that is so badass. <laughs> first, try to get you out of these handcuffs? Oh, no. Apparently nope. not. <laughs> oh, God, that is just about the most badass, ballsy thing. Anchorage, uh, still handcuffed, you see Sebastian, the giant vulture, fall. Oh, fuck, this is not a repeat of Corky. Not letting this shit happen again. Not letting this happen again. Uh, you run to the side of the bridge where you saw um, Sebastian fall, and you leap over the edge, and you just start shooting down towards the bottom of the canyon. Uh, I guess make me a perception check. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky this is a far fall. <laughs> You'll have some time to think It's about a 17. That. Oh, that's really good. Okay. You dive and you, you drop fast. You would drop way faster than Sebastian would, even though he's been falling for a little bit. Because he's feathery, he's light. You see uh, the giant feathery form falling limply, uh, not too far away from where you're falling. You could probably try and direct yourself towards the fallen body in the air. I'd try. Okay. <laughs> I guess make me uh, acrobatics. I'm supposed to ha add a D4 to my acrobatics. Oh, nice. Uh, it's a it's a 17. 17 plus your D4. 21. That was just about the DC. Um, Anchorage, you uh, tuck your arms in like a skydiver, and you move fast and out towards the bird. Um, and with top speed, you're able to 
get in just close enough uh, to where you can almost touch it, uh, but your hands are handcuffed. <laughs> right. Um, you, are, what, what are you trying to do here? You, you see the unconscious form of the bird. I do everything I can to get my hands against it so I can lay on hands. Okay, uh, that's doable. Uh, you, like, turn in the air, grasp on to Sebastian's wing, and you're able to get a little bit of a grip. And how much? How many points? All five. All five. You pump all five points of healing into Sebastian. And you keep falling. Keep falling, and you kind of lose grip of his wing because your hands are handcuffed and you really don't have much of a grip. You can make me an athletics check to try and hold on. Fourteen. 14 it was not enough uh, is your fingers slip loose of his wing and you're free falling on your own again and then suddenly whoosh, and you feel talons grab around your shoulders as you start to rise back up out of the canyon um which will bring us to Wendy Yeah, you're still you're still running down. Yeah. Um, Emilio. Oh yes. Are you still there? Oh, no, I left. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have any coconuts left? Do we have coconuts left? Try to get rid of all of them, but you have gotten quite a few. Good. We have more. Emilio, would you try throwing coconuts at these cars for me? Thanks, Emilio. Uh, he's gonna, he'll just bean one at the head of one of the crossbow guards. Uh, that's a five. Oh, he's not very strong. Gosh, Emilio. There's, there's, a little, there's a lot of like emotion behind it. He really gives it a throw, but he's it's just never his thing. He's like, he's part of us. Never my game. Now, okay. now you give me a croquet mallet. I could slam these all the way across the bridge into their skulls. Ah, uh, yes. No. Wait. May I use your warhammer? My warhammer? Your warhammer. To do what? I mean, okay, mallet. <laughs> no. Damn. <laughs> I mean, actually, it will always come back to me, right? That's true. It will always come back to you. You know what, Emilio? Yes. Here you go. Ah, now I will strike with advantage. Since this is a <laughs> Wait, next turn. Not yet. How do you use my action? Yeah, can I catch, catch, cast magic missile? Oh, yeah. M- missile or missile? Missile. Missile. Or missile. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Or missile. Because you... I think it would look really cool if I'm steering this cart doing... And there are like magic little darts. <laughs> Flying over your... Uh, uh, from behind you, just appearing and zipping at them. Okay, so how many magic missiles is it? Is it three? Okay, uh, what are you shooting them at? Are you shooting them at the three crossbow guards? Yes. Okay, go ahead and roll damage on each of those. That was a d4 plus one. First one is two. Two. (laughs) Second one is three. Nice. Last one is also three. Uh, So the last one uh, hits the guard. Uh, This is the one that Tommen had already hit with the scorching ray. And this dart just zips right through his, his neck. And he just drops to the ground, completely dead. Um, the other two strike, and the guard is like, <coughs> "We were out, ow, asshole!" 
Uh, but it's like not that much damage. But it was enough to get their attention. Good. And now they see four Stoutland tree stomping mm-hmm. ponies charging towards them, just crushing the coconuts in their yeah! <laughs> uh, uh Okay. Uh, they are going to point their crossbows at you, and uh, they're both going to fire. That's not so fun. Okay, one of them is a natural one. That uh, not hit. The crossbow malfunctions, and you, there's a loud wooden snapping sound as one of the uh, little bow sides to the crossbow snaps, hmm. and the arrow just falls out to the ground, and the guy's like, shit, 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 and he's like trying to fix it, but then he just drops it. Uh, the second one, however, is a 20 to hit. Yeah. Okay. That is going to be seven damage. Okay. As a crossbow bolt whizzes towards you and strikes you right in the shoulder, you just kind of, like, snap it off, though, without much of a second thought. Uh, which brings us to Tommen. I am going to <laughs> click to open the door of the gate again. You open the door, <laughs> and the gate starts swinging open, and they, like, stop banging on it, like, confusedly, just looking at you with the swords raised. I was like, come in! <laughs> okay, well, they might come in on their turn. Okay, then I will... I'll just... Just oh, vent, place, yeah, yeah. <laughs> vent all of your smoke in your suit. Uh, poof, fog cloud, basically. Uh, the two guards' faces, are like, you get to see them for, like, a split second before they become uh, unseeable. And they're both like, what the fuck? <laughs> Anchorage, it's going to bring us to you. You crest just back over the bridge, and you can see uh, everything that's been going on again. Uh... The vulture bends its neck down towards you and, like, just gives you a look, like, deep in the eye. I know. I know what you just did. Um, he's, like, full of those three arrows still stuck in his body. Uh, flying seems to be causing an insane amount of pain. But he's lifted up and he brings you over and he sets you down on the bridge. Uh, and he's gonna, like, just roost right next to you. Just folds up his wings and kneels down and, like, kind of brings his head around, uh, poking out, just, like, right in front of your head. Oh, friend. I want to pat his head. Okay. He he does not react. He just seems fine with it. I want to try to take the arrows out. Okay. Make me a medicine check. 17. 17. Uh, yeah. You, with your action, you pull out the three arrows, and it he lets out a triumphant vulture squawk and he starts just like running getting a little bit of a running start for it on the bridge and he takes off again towards the three guard the two guards that are still there that shot him. Uh which is now going to to Wendy. How, how far away am I from Anchorage? From Anchorage? Uh you, pretty close. He's like just uh like a little bit in front of where the carriage is. He was just set down. Alright. I'm gonna shout, Anchorage! Be ready to jump on! <laughs> oh, and Emilio, do the Warhammer thing now! <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Good point. Okay. Uh, Anchorage, the ca- uh, carriage zips by, and you can reaction to, like, try and jump on if you want to make me an acrobatics check. 
Yes. Can I help him by like reaching out a hand? Yes, you can. So you can get advantage then, Ingrid. Um, that's more than 26. Oh my god. No, more than 25. 25. 25. 25. Uh, yeah. Anchorage, you leap up and, uh, Wendy, you reach out your hand and grab his, like, handcuff chain and you pull him into the cart just as, uh, Emilio will smack one of the coconuts with the, uh, warhammer like a croquet mallet. Uh, that, oh, wow, that's a 16 to hit. Let's go. Yes, good job. That's about a D6 of damage. Nice. That's two damage. Uh, the coconut, like, <laughs> strikes the guard right in the chest plate. And you're like, oh, what the hell was that? And there's, like, coconut juice, like, sprayed all over his chest plate. And he's like, oh, oh, this sucks. Um, okay, so how close are we to the guards now? You're, like, right on top of him, basically. Do I save my action? Or was that my action? Uh, that, uh, that would have been your action. That would have been your action. Well, then I just want to scream at them. Ah! Okay, uh, ah! are you going to run the horses into them? I mean, that's literally what I thought about, but <laughs> I don't know. Should we do that? Should They'll be we, fine. If we, they're crushing coconuts. Right? They should also be crushing guards. Okay, the guards are going to make acrobatic saving throws to dive out of the way. Oh, that's a two and a five. Nice. They both fail. <laughs> well, you saw the, what happened to the coconuts. Their heads just... squirt <laughs> <laughs> little bits of skull and brain juice out. They were both low on hit points already. It, it, oh, under those the four hooves of the Stoutland ponies, it's nothing. Uh, um, Sebastian, he like flaps up a little dejectedly. Damn. I think we maybe need to slow our roll with the barbaric the slaughter. slaughter. <laughs> well, I feel like this was the revenge for all that went wrong in the beginning of this. Uh, and you hear a thunk as the wagon wheels make it over mm, their bodies. I love that sound. <laughs> I feel the coconuts jostle a little bit. Amelia goes, oh, I think we hit something. <laughs> I think there's, there's two guards left. There's two guards. Uh, they're both going to swing blindly in the smoke. So they're coming in? They're coming in. Good. They're swinging blindly in the smoke. Oh, the first one is a natural one. Um, completely blinded, he sprints off in slightly the wrong direction and falls off the bridge. Uh, the next one, uh, hearing the screams of his partner, he goes, No! What did you do to him? I'll get revenge! And he rushes in with his sword raised. Oh my god. That's a two! <laughs> he swings his sword and clashes into the gate. Missing you completely. Uh, which will bring us to your time. So is he inside the yeah. guard? I'm going to close the gate. Menace. He hears the sound of the gate closing and you laughing and he goes, No, 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 no! No, 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 no! No, no, no! So now everything in here is stone, right? I'm going to fire, bro. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's an acrobatic saving throw from him. 13. 13. My spell DC is 13. Okay. So that succeeds, but it'll still take half damage. Okay. That's a 10. So he's going to take five. He takes five damage. That is enough. There's just like a little glowing light in the cloud of smoke. And you just smell the smell of burning flesh. And you know he got, you got him. He didn't even have time to scream. He was just immediately incinerated, basically. 
<laughs> that's the end of combat. Nice. Uh, <laughs> wow, you guys slaughtered those poor cards. Oh my oh, lord. God. Um your carriage wheels are like covered in blood <laughs> and like the especially the white furred uh, stoutland ponies mm-hmm. they blood it's just like mm-hmm. it's just like totally soaked uh the lower part of their legs and it's just like fully red uh and, but they continue on through um uh, your smoke dissipates by about the time they yeah. I'll, I'll reopen the gate I'll reopen the gate then thanks <laughs> It's no secret that we've been working with Spectral Craft Dice since the launch of our podcast, and I am so excited to announce that the project we've been working closely with them on for the last couple weeks is finally done. They have just released personalized character dice for the four players in the podcast, including Anchorage, Tom, and Eris, and Wendy. Those dice are up on our website right now, rolling420s.com, so if you want to go check them out, I highly recommend it. They all look so cool and fit with the characters so well. And if you're feeling like your character could use some signature dice, I can't recommend anyone higher than Spectralcraft Dice. They'll work with you and they make incredible custom unique bioresin dice. And you can buy your own at spectralcraft.ca. That's their shop. Go check that out right now. We are going to have some more dice content coming out soon once we get them in our hands. And that'll all be coming out on our TikTok, our Instagram, and our Twitter. So go follow those. Our Instagram is at Rolling420s Podcast, and our TikTok and Twitter is at Rolling420s. While we're in the spirit of thanking people, I want to take another moment to thank our incredible music producer for the podcast, Julian Monette, for letting us use Fantasies of a Lonely Adventurer and so many other tracks. So go follow his Spotify at Julian Monette. You won't regret it. His music is incredible. Okay, back to me. As you guys reach the gate, um, it creaks open for you. And Tommen's standing there. And Tommen, there's Sebastian. <gasps> Anchorage saved my life. He threw himself <clears throat> over the side of the canyon to save me. He is a great hero. Does he deserve in on the 50-50? I am giving my share to Anchorage. Truly. As reward for saving my life. I shall no longer be leader and only follower. I give my place to Anchorage. <laughs> I mean, Anchorage doesn't know about it yet. <laughs> yeah, he has no idea about it. His player is currently doing a little party dance. So. <laughs> hey, um, can can I like look around now that we are here? Yeah, you like, want to look, look around here? I would like to find out what those guards were doing here in the first place. Were they just like protecting... The so, bridge? yeah, you very quickly find a logbook, which log has all the information of the things that have come across this bridge. Yes. And it's, the guards are all working on it for someone named Moraz. Uh, it's a logbook to be returned to him so that he knows exactly who is coming in to the kingdom from this side. You've never heard of this Moraz, probably not. Uh, you guys could roll a history check if you wanted to... Yeah. Maybe know who he was. Have I ever heard of this? Roll me a history check. That's a six. Yeah, you, you've never heard of this Moraz, but I mean, it's probably just okay. one of the higher up black guards. So can I read the logbook in order to find, like, the last entries? Yeah, most definitely. So okay. the last entries that you find are all black guard carriages. All carting um, 
magical creatures to Morin Hall for the king's birthday. And when was the like very last entry? Yesterday. So they probably already passed through with Bellamere. They probably already like passed a through with Pretty Bellamere. long time ago, actually. They went faster than I thought. Hmm. Are we all at the looking at the records together? Yeah, sure. We have to talk about what we're gonna do once we get there, though. I'm a disguise self. <laughs> no, I mean like, I mean like we can save Bellamy, you know. But is that gonna stop the problem? These I guys are ruining the Cadigan. I feel like there is like a problem, a bigger one. Yeah, I would agree. Mm. They're stealing all those creatures. Yeah, I do agree that the slave trade is not exactly a good thing. No, wow, that's not hot, hot, hot take from Tommen. I didn't say that, <laughs> but I believe that like taking all those <laughs> hot things. take from Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but um, in order to maintain diversity, we shouldn't allow that all. <laughs> Huge hit from the DM. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Wait, another question. Did those guards leave any weapons here? Yes. Uh, there's a bunch more crossbows, spears, and swords, all set up in like a rudimentary armory. As well, <coughs> there's around 20 black guard uniforms. <gasps> oh, yes. And if we fill up the carriage with these black guard uniforms, we could all wear them and we could say that we're transporting black guard <coughs> uniforms. Yeah, you definitely could do that. Yes. Yes. That's smart. <laughs> Thanks. Emilio, <laughs> come help. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yes. We, I'm here. We need to get those uniforms into the carriage. <laughs> <laughs> you just your indentured servant. What happened to him? There was once a great vampire stalking the knights. Oh wait, I invite you to help us. Okay, well. <laughs> yes, now I'm in Thanks. Okay. Sebastian, feast upon these corpses. Oh, he is. Okay, good. Oh, he is. He Making is sure. ripping them to pieces. He's just going to town. I want to take the logbook. Good idea. Uh, you close it up and you take the logbook. I wanna. So when you go down the stairs, is it just like more stairs? More stairs going down, 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 down. Is there a window? There's windows up in this top part of the guard tower. But okay, I just like take to... a step outside and like look down to like see what's downstairs. Uh, yeah, you take a step out and you look down and it is just this like round pillar that goes down into the darkness of the canyon. I don't want to go down there. <laughs> <laughs> That's valid. Do you want to? Well, what even would be down there? We know. should. We could come back to it later. Probably just we don't have a mission. Is down we there. could come back. To what about we just keep going? Yeah, let's just keep going. You cross across the bridge and you continue for a little while. Um, after you pass over this canyon, uh, the foliage... Uh, starts to appear again. Uh, it's not quite as just barren and rocky <coughs> as it was before, but the plants and trees here are not at all <coughs> like uh, what was around Stumphold, almost the exact antithesis 
uh, the plants there were full of life and vigor <coughs> and just like bursting with color. Uh, these plants seem to be dead at first glance. Uh, but when you get a little bit of a closer look, this is just how they naturally grow. They, these plants are still alive. They just look horribly sick. Uh, the trees have these purple-black leaves with these eerily human-like veins on their leaves that are red and almost seem to be pumping blood. Are uh, these plants anything like the plants from the Stormlands? Yeah. Yeah, these are the plants that are found in the deepest chasms of the Stormlands where pretty much no light reaches at all. I would like to Kristoff up to one of the leaves to see if, whether he eats it or not. Kristoff uh, does not want to eat this. Yeah, so I think this is not very healthy, guys. Kristoff doesn't want to eat it. <laughs> yeah. uh, the ground is covered in these, like, dark vines that are all covered in these, like, small, deep red thorns. Um, the tree stompers seem to have no <coughs> trouble getting through them. All the plants seem to drip with this black, sap-like ichor that's just covering every part of the bark and the branches. Uh, the dark vines grow up the willow trees and wrap tightly around them, causing the trunks to bend and grow in these like strange shapes due to the strangulation of these vines. Vines have just pulled the trees into these strange, like, bent and bowed shapes um, that are quite eerie. As you continue through this area, uh, Anchorage, you look at your map and you see that it is labeled as the Dread Swamp. Um, a small section of Kattegat covered in these, uh, like, subterranean plants, despite it being fully above ground. Uh, the area becomes more swampy as you get deeper into it. You see the Stoutland ponies' uh, feet sink deeper and deeper into the mud, which actually starts to uh, wash away the blood that's covering their hooves, so that's not the worst thing. Uh, you guys continue for the rest of the day until it begins to grow dark. Uh, do you guys want to look for a place to spend the night, or do you want to just continue through the night? I'll take a shift. I don't think I've taken a shift driving yet. Okay. I could really need some sleep. Okay, uh, so Anchorage, you switch out to your shift. Do you want to feed the ponies? Um, they won't eat any of the trees here, right? They will not. Uh, yeah, I guess I pull off to some sort of higher up, I don't know, like just a, a, a swamp embankment or you something. You find a large stone, like, just wedged into the swamp that you're able to go up on. And just get them out of the mud for a minute. Okay, cool. There, yeah. There's a few vines growing up around the stone, but not near as much on the is on the ground. How much wood do we still have? A lot, a lot. It, you fetched it like last night. You've only been going for like a day, so you you still have at least a week worth of food for these horses. I want to think about. I want to think about how. Okay, yeah, like a week. And how much longer does it look like we have? Uh, well, probably about four more days. Four more days. You're, you've just finished maybe five. I'm going to start rationing. Okay. Because, okay. I mean, this is hard work, but it isn't like. And you could end up crazy. getting stuck here for a long yeah. time, too. Didn't you say it's a 14 day ride to Mournhall? 14 day walk, seven oh, day walk. ride. Right. Nice. Yeah, so I'm going to start rationing it. Okay. Half, half. 
half half rations. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you feed the horses and they chow down. Uh, they're very pleased and they are able to continue pretty much for the rest of the night. Uh, the moon sets and Anchorage, you're a little, little dreary, uh, very tired, but you see the sun start to rise. You made it all the way through the night. Uh, the night was plagued with strange glowing eyes watching you from the sides of the dredge swamp, but nothing decided to attack. Uh, which brings us to the beginning of the third day. Anchorage, you, you are exhausted at this point. Did I get a rest? Yeah, both nice. you and Tommen can get a rest. <gasps> while Anchorage steers the cart. What about Bullard? Oh, what Does about he like roost on the wagon? Yeah, we'll say he he like settles down on the roof area, and sleeps there. Sebastian. Sebastian, yeah. Uh, so yeah, you guys uh, wake up the next morning. See, there's like a bit of a pressure on where the roof is, where Sebastian has made his little nest. We gotta figure out how to support that. Yeah. Um, how am I asking you? You have to figure it out. <laughs> can I try to retrofit one of the chest plates from the guard's armor onto him? Sure. Uh, you don't really have the tools to do that. So uh, we're gonna make it a disadvantage check. But, uh, yeah. So sure. I have Smith tools what, on what, 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 this You have Smith tools, yes. tools on you? Yes. Oh my god. For real? Yeah. Are... Also, proficiency. What? Wow, yeah. No, I have her do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what's your. Wendy. Yeah. I would like to retrofit some of the armor that we don't need onto Sebastian. Oh, awesome idea. I'm sure you would look great with it on. You know, yes. that would be very pretty. Would you want to help me with this? Of course. I would Thank love you, to. Wendy. Okay. Uh, oh, who's who's going to steer the cart during the day if Wendy is uh, I can. retrofitting armor? Okay. I'm used to steering the cart. Yeah. Uh, Tommy, do you take shift? Uh, Anger, are you going to go sleep? Um, uh, Half elves. What? How exactly do half elves sleep? It's uh, is it a meditation or a full sleep? I think sleep? it is a meditation. Okay, I I just meditate. Though. Okay, you begin your meditation. Uh, okay. Um, well, Wendy, why don't you make me a smithing tools check? What do I have to use for that? Uh, I, I don't know. Definitely your proficiency bonus and probably one other stat. Uh, we'll call it Constitution. That's a good, good dwarven stat. So I add my constitution. Sure. And my proficiency. proficiency. Makes five. Makes thirteen. Thirteen. Hey, you're not able to do it. That's pretty sad. It, you destroy about three of the guard uniforms that you guys have. Uh, I mean, you, you have to disassemble them to try and make yeah. them into bird armor. But bird armor is really hard to make. Because you have to make it, like, adjustable for its wings to be able to flap. Yeah. Like, you, you're able to, like, construct a chest piece. But would but... I at least maybe get, like, something, like, on his, like, chest? That was... The... That was, like, the initial idea, right? Yeah, but you, no. you get something on his chest, but yeah. he's not able to fly. Oh. <laughs> and, and he really hates it. Huh. And he pecks at it and pulls it off. You could try again, but you'll use more materials. 
So, Tom and do you want me to try this again? It didn't work out great first try. We need the we need the the uniforms. Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, you are trying to convert human armor into bird armor. Yeah. Without, like, a forge. You just have, like, the tools for it. So it's very hard. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, sometimes I'm just overwhelmed. It's okay. We can start by by building a forge on the wagon. (laughs) That's not a good idea. Um, You guys continue for another day. Uh, It's just another day of Dread Swamp. Um, Put a kitchen on the wagon? <laughs> uh, Make it a food wagon? Your meditation, you can start working <laughs> on that. Wait, but now that I've destroyed all this armor, so there's like metal, right? Yeah, you still have all the scraps and stuff. It's just not going to function as human armor anymore. Hmm. Can I at least try to use it and like support the roof of the carriage? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Make me another smith's tool. Oh, no. That didn't work out great the first time. <laughs> Oh, that's all not a lot better, I believe. <laughs> this is a lot easier. So that's how it's a 14. A 14. Okay. <laughs> uh, you pound in the scraps of metal in some like reinforcing places uh, that keeps the roof a little strong where Sebastian specifically is sleeping on now it. Now he can sleep on it at least. <laughs> I mean, it's going to hold. You did it. It doesn't look super pretty. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I mean, like it's pieces of armor like nailed to the roof. <laughs> but it, it definitely worked out. Uh, a rusty atmosphere. You all finish your fourth day of traveling. Uh, do you want to rest for the night, or do you want to try and keep going again? The horses are very, very tired. We should we should rest the horses. Absolutely. We need to rest the horses. Yeah, let's rest the horses. Okay. Uh, why don't you guys make me a survival check to see if you can find a suitable? Campsite. I'm really good at survival. Okay. I'm not that horrible at it. Oh no, you are so much better at surviving. I'm also good at survival. And this is home terrain for you, Anchorage, so I'll give you advantage. Wait, do all of us have to make a survival? No, just Anchorage. I mean, he literally jumped into nothingness and then came back. Yeah. Oh, also, we'll say you guys got his handcuffs off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At some point. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I those. forgot about those. Those are also part of the scrap metal. Oh, it's never it's mind. 16, right? Uh, yeah, so that's a 16. 16. Anchorage, you know what you're looking for. You know what kind of uh, places are more safe in uh, the undergrowth like this. Um, what you're looking for is a cave. Uh, and you are able to find one before the sun sets that's big enough to hold both your little carriage and your group. Um, and you guys can all pile inside there. Uh, it There's not much of a back to it, but the floor is stone, not swampy, very few vines in here. And you can see the back of the cave where it ends. Uh, it's just kind of like a wide, more wide outcropping in the side of a cliff. Uh, do you guys want fire? How cold is it? Not very. Nah. No, no fire. fire. Uh, you all settle down to sleep in the dark. Uh, you wake up the next morning with no issue. Emilio is already awake and he's he's pacing back and forth. Emilio, are you all right? <sighs> I saw something in the sky last night that he's given me great fear. Uh-oh. 
a strange green light casting over the horizon. I swear I saw it. There shall be a dead moon tomorrow. We cannot be out here in the open. What's a dead moon? Uh, so a dead moon, there is the uh, largest of the moons of Duslumba. It's called the dead moon. And it rises about once every 10 years. And it shines with a bright, eerie, eldritch green light. And when it does, this is how it got its name, corpses rise from their graves in Katagat and walk again until the dead moon sets. Is this a pretty common knowledge? This is a common knowledge. You all would have experienced probably at least one dead moon. Anchorage just starts packing. Immediately. Yeah. You getting the carriage all ready to go. Yeah, let's let's get ready to go. Full ration for the horses. Full rations for the horses. Um and you all set off in quite a hurry, moving as quickly as you can. Yeah. Okay. I, I can probably steer. <laughs> okay. Uh you have Wendy, your actual professional steering. Wendy, why don't you make me a uh a check for this? Because if you are moving at a fast speed through the dread swamp, it's pretty hard. But you have advantage. Uh, so what do I add? Proficiency? Uh, proficiency and one of your stats. I don't care. One of them? Because, like, honestly, strength could be used yeah. for this. Yeah, I'm definitely adding strength. And then that's... Um, <laughs> that's a 14 again. A 14. It's enough. Okay. It's not pretty. No. Uh, y- the horses, they, their legs are actually getting pretty scraped up by the vines going at this pace. But they're they're tough horses, and they've been through way worse. No, wait, it's a 13 only. Sorry. A 13 only? It's still okay. Sorry. Uh, you're not making the pace you'd like to, but you're going as fast as the carriage will allow. Um, you continue like this for quite a few hours, uh, looking for any sign of shelter or anything. Uh, Anchorage, you consult your map to see if there's any sort of shelter around here labeled on the map clearly, but there's nothing till Morn Hall, pretty much. Uh, you guys continue and continue, and the sun is beginning to set. We should take some, like, pre-measurements. Is there any... Have we been heading in the direction not necessarily closest to Mornhall, but just closest to out of the Dread Swamp? Uh, it's basically the same. It's okay. basically the same. You you have to get through this part of the Dread Swamp. You're almost you're you're getting close to being out of it. Within the next two days, at least, you should be out of the Dread Swamp. But there's pretty much no way to make it out tonight. Is there anything marked in this area on the map? Absolutely nothing. Sebastian. Sebastian! Yes. yes. Would you be able to take a peek in the skies and see if there's anything around here that is worth maybe fortifying? I shall return shortly. <laughs> Takes off uh, about 40-ish minutes later. Uh, it's starting to get pretty dark. Uh, the sun is starting to set. It's starting to slip below the horizon. Um, and uh, Sebastian comes back and he lands on top of your carriage and he goes there's a house not too far from here. Looks abandoned. I mean, a wooden nest on the ground. <laughs> not too far from here. Looks like 
the chickens have flown the coop. <laughs> Could you show us the way there? Yes, follow me quickly. And he takes back off. Uh, and then all of you start to see it. The slight green light mm-hmm. starting to edge over the horizon. And then you see just the top of the moon start to crest over. You keep up your pace as quick as possible. As you're going, you start to see the house come into sight as Sebastian flies over and lands atop it. Uh, Not too far away from you guys, you suddenly see a giant figure stand up, which you thought was just maybe some hills falling down under the mud as this huge, maybe 40-foot-tall figure stands up, looks over at you, and it's this giant cyclops with a spear pierced right through its eye in the back of its head. And it goes, Oh, sorry! Didn't see you there! The horses spook and start just running as fast as they can. I'm gonna scroll for them really quick. They're very experienced at this and they just stomp through the swamp straight towards the house. Um, As it starts to come into sight, you can uh, see it a little better. Uh... Just as the moon, the green moon, is beginning to rise over the roof of this house, you all reach the door. Uh, Looking up at this house, it looks strange, eerie, especially in this green light. Uh, It looks like it was painted white at one point, but now plants of the Dread Swamp have covered most of the house, causing the roof to cave in in a few places. The parts of the house that aren't covered by vines, you can see flaking bits of paint and rotten wood. Are there any outbuildings? No outbuildings. Is it common knowledge how those like like dead bodies handle fire? Oh, not well. They not dislike well. it? Uh, undead hate fire. Right. Maybe we should prepare to like, you know, I don't know, build like a ring of fire around the house or something. Or just mm. set the house on fire? <laughs> well, well, that would just draw attention to us, and we couldn't keep it going all night. That would definitely draw no, attention just, to us. No, you. no, no. Yeah, but like in case, like so that we could lit something on fire in case. I don't know. I'm afraid. I think we just run if that happens. All right. I want to look for a place that we can position the cart where it's pretty sheltered. Okay, make me an investigation check. Well, can I help him look? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Please. How Wait, what's you your? How look? good are you at looking? You know, I can look great. <laughs> oh man, you're yeah, a great looker. I, I'm gonna help Wendy look. Oh. Okay, <laughs> Wendy, r- roll me an investigation check. Uh, no, that is a fifteen. A fifteen. Okay, uh, you direct the horses around the side of the house, and you find a <laughs> part of the wall that's caved in large enough for the carriages and the horse to get in but anything else can probably get in through there too let's put the carriage right in there yeah uh you pull the carriage in through this hole in the side of the house and you step inside uh amelia goes oh wait oh Uh, now that you guys are in there could you like you are invited amelia just join us (laughs) he steps on the inside (laughs) so so how much of the house would it would have to be destroyed before you could go in without being invited in. You know, I really don't know how this thing functions. 
I'm actually not even really sure if it confines me. I've never tried to break it. <laughs> you never tried to break it. <laughs> no, no. Uh, my family told me that I could die if I did. So <laughs> I have never if crossed it... the threshold without being invited in. Dude, what if it's just like a cultural rule? Do they have to do this or just you? Or just me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Then you should probably keep doing it. <laughs> yes, I, I think so too. It could be dangerous. Ah, speaking of dangerous, we should try and block off that hole. Good point. Ah, we could maybe uh, situate the carriage as a wall, blocking it off. From side, maybe? Yeah, let's do yeah, that. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, uh, so you guys pull the carriage a little sideways, like alongside the inside of the wall, blocking off most of the hole. There's still like the underside of the carriage where things can get in, though. Can uh, we fortify that with any furniture from inside of the house? The cage is in the cart. Uh, Ooh, that's true, too. Uh, you guys could do a combination of both. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, can you guys just... Wh one of you make me a survival check with advantage. And we'll, we'll call that, like, the strength of this barricade. Eleven. Eleven. Uh, Anchorage, you grab some furniture and uh, some of the cages and you pile up like a makeshift barricade around the outside of the wagon. It's not... Oh. <laughs> it's not... It's not like super secure or anything, but it'll... It's a wall. Man, this is not really secure. But it's a wall. I... I think that we should probably figure something else out, but uh, maybe we should explore first. I know that fire is the option we've been looking at, which I will admit I probably got covered. However, I do seem re to recall that water is also effective at holding off undead. Uh, water is uh, also very effective against holding off undead. Don't you have a of lot of water inside of you? <laughs> oh. oh my god. I, I'm detecting good and evil. Good call. Okay, what does that show for you? Um, detect the location of any celestial, fiend, or undead, any consecrated or desecrated place or object within 60 feet. Oh, shit. Nice. Anchorage, you're overwhelmed at first as just about everything lights up. This house is a desecrated place. There's a horrible, evil, desecrated object in the next room. You can feel a heavy fiend or demonic presence hovering over this house. Some sort of elder being that has existed here at some point. Maybe a summoning uh, undead all around. You don't feel any in the house. But all around, you're sensing them, and they just keep popping up more and more and more. How's uh, it looking, buddy? Yeah. Uh, I'm a little bit shocked. <laughs> uh, well, well, what's the range on that? Can you, you can 60 look, feet. 60 feet. Uh, you can also feel the pull of a, uh, a desecrated object upstairs. I... I, I like stare at uh, Tom and, and Wendy like shocked, <laughs> and then I just dash upstairs and start looking for the object. Okay, uh, you um, 
uh, look around and the stairs are actually already in this room here. Uh, you run up them, they creak and bend, but none of the floorboards break. This place is old. It is very old. Uh, you rush upstairs and you throw the door open to a master bedroom. Uh, you can immediately see the glowing desecrated object is a book. It's just sitting on the bed. Open its pages, just old and yellowed by time. Um, also in the room is this uh, super large master bed. Uh, up near the top corner, you see this like giant patch of cobwebs that covers like the entire ceiling corner of the room. What do you want to do, Anchorage? I uh, go back downstairs and tell Tom and Wendy about it. <laughs> uh, uh, the two of you are like, what the fuck just happened? Where did he go? Uh, Anchorage, you come then back downstairs. What do you tell him? Uh, I think we should get the fuck out of here. There's a big old room up there and it's like, dude, it is it is chock full of demons and spirits and magical desecrated books and shit. The door to the adjacent room creaks open. And stepping through is this little stick-like man. Uh, his head is completely round with what looks like a kind of carved wooden nose. He has these two tiny beady black eyes and these long stick-like arms and these long stick-like legs. His body is pretty much just a cylindrical tube. Uh, he is probably about two feet tall. And he goes, oh, oh, hello. What are you doing here? This is... Uh, hi. I'm Yuri. Hi. I'm going to wait. Oh, I can't burn you to death. <laughs> You're too damn cute. <laughs> uh, Yuri uh, walks up to you and he goes, Hi, I'm Yuri the homunculus. <laughs> <laughs> it's great to meet you. <laughs> Yuri, dude. You are the most spectacular thing I've seen all day. Thank you. Please, may I have a hug? Absolutely. Uh, you, you have to really kneel down, but he reaches his little arms around you and gives you a little hug. Oh, I, well, I'm so glad you all are. I haven't had visitors in so long since the mistress passed. Well, come on in. How rude of me. Can I get you anything? Yeah. I hope not food or water. We don't have any of that. As I said, I'm Yuri the homunculus. I don't need or drink anything. <laughs> Can I show you around? Yay! <laughs> you are a gem. Thank you. Please you show us someone. around. Oh, well, uh, come on, right in. This is the uh, den or the drawing room. Uh, and he opens the door that he just came through and he walks inside of it. Do you guys follow him? Yeah, I do. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, wait. Um, Emilio goes, I'm going to stay in here. I will uh, wash the car. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Sebastian, like, nods <laughs> vigorously, like, yeah, I am not moving. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you all follow this little humunculus Yuri into the next room. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, 
sorry, uh, you know, I know some people aren't into this, dude, but uh, do you mind if we... And I, I do a little smoking sign into my mouth. <laughs> oh, I, no, no problem at all. I can't smell. Oh, okay, <laughs> sweet. Uh, uh, Tommen, do you wanna, do you wanna get some, do you wanna get oh, some stuff oh, out? Of course. I'm gonna pull, I'm gonna pull out my. <laughs> I'm gonna open my satchel and pull out some, pull out some herbs, and then I'll pull out my, um, yeah, I'll pull out my vessel, which is like a glass pipe. Oh, you wanna describe yeah. your vessel for him? Yeah, it's kind of just like a, a glass ball with um, spikes on it that are each about two inches long. Um, they're a little bit thicker so that they meet at the base and the whole thing is just like covered evenly except for where there would be, where there is that indent. Okay. It makes it a little bit more obvious where this little metal insert is. Um, but I pack some of the bud in there and just... Wait, wait, that's not what I do. Hold on. Yeah, sh- Sorry, show, show us what I'm really good at impressions. One second. He's really I do this. Oh no, that's not what I do. Hold on, need another second. <laughs> Future Jonah, can you just go ahead and cut this middle part out? Oh yeah, definitely. Just definitely. yeah, just like put it like just splice it in. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm I'm gonna make sure this all stays in, and I'm gonna put it right at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love Yuri. <laughs> you love him too. <laughs> you bastard! <laughs> you can't just put a cute creature in. You can't just put a cute creature in here. <coughs> okay, so I'm really good at impressions. So take three. Um, <laughs> so then I do this. There you go. Hey, Yuri, you want in on this? (coughs) I don't breathe. Oh. Oh, yeah. We can we can take that out to Sebastian too in a second. (laughs) Um, what is in the room? Okay. Uh, so you step into this room, and as as you all are lighting up, um, okay, you step into this room, Anchorage. You uh, immediately see the other desecrated object that you were picking up with your detect good and evil. It is this giant grand piano, uh, and you, with a, on a closer look, you can see that all the keys are missing. Yuri and he goes, "Oh well, that's the piano. Uh, I don't know how to play. It's really confusing." Uh, also, in this room, uh, there is a painting of an older high elf woman with long graying hair um, and she's holding a very large book similar to the one that you saw upstairs. Tomond, while I'm explaining the rest of this, can you make me like a religion check or something? Okay. Uh, also, next to her in the painting is a young half-elf boy with uh, like a short like uh, black hair bowl cut just all around his head, uh, and he's holding a songbook um, that uh, is very clearly for piano. Um, and the two of them, they, they look very similar in their facial structure, if not one of them being very young and the other being very, very old. And the background for the painting is just completely black. Uh, Yuri gestures to um, a fireplace that is dead with no wood in it. 
there's the fireplace. It's not on, but again, I'm a humunculus. <laughs> if I was to start a fire, hey. I would likely burn up. Hey, Yuri. Yes. What is a homunculus? Well, you see, I'm made of blood and sawdust. Given life by a master wizard. And now forced to roam this world alone in aging as other mortals pass on, leaving poor Yuri alone in the house. Oh. Dude, your existence sounds horrific. You have time to learn everything! I can't read! <laughs> My brain is full of sawdust! <laughs> Blood? What? He like sticks his finger up in the air triumphantly. <laughs> oh man, you have no idea how simple you have it, brother. <laughs> Where is the food? He doesn't have food. Oh, what did you oh, roll? He I rolled a synthetic twenty. A synthetic twenty. Um, the book under the old half elf woman's arm is a grimoire of booster. <gasps> Your patron. You said there was a book upstairs. <laughs> what? Did you say there was a book upstairs? Did it look like that? From what you could tell. I look at what he's. It's the, it's at. The, the painting. I'm pointing at the book in the painting. Uh, did, did it look like that? It looked exactly like that. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I actually don't think I did tell you that there's a book no, upstairs. You did. did I? Yeah. I, I think you did. You did. Think you oh, did. there's a book. Okay, I you look at the painting. Either way, I say, I say, oh yeah, I told yeah, you guys. I forgot about that. But by the way, I'm like, whoa, that's a book from what was there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> Luckily for me, I can read. <laughs> I'm gonna all go upstairs. Uh, Wait, Tommy, do you know this lady in that image? Huh? No, I don't know her. Jerry, do you know that lady? Oh, Yuri, what? No. Uh, Yuri doesn't know anything. Don't <laughs> ask Yuri questions. Anyway, on with the tour. Can I roll insight on Yuri? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nine. You're pretty sure he's, he's hiding something. It's not too hard. Anyway, on with the tour. Over here's the kitchen. And he'll lead you over to the kitchen. It's like just full of like food that's unrecognizable at this point. Aged beyond understanding. I don't ever use it. Okay, let's go to the next room. Domin, uh, <laughs> you uh, walk back into the other room you head upstairs. Oh, as I'm doing this, I'm gonna I'm gonna grab my my piece from Anchorage and take it out. And I'm like, as I'm walking through, I'm gonna give it to Sebastian. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. You're right. I better RP Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, you hand it to Sebastian and you head upstairs. Uh, it's creaky floorboards but you, you you make it up there dude my microphone is smoking it's so cool um, anyway uh you make it upstairs and you see on this bed the blankets are aged and covered in uh dust and some cobwebs 
Uh, and sitting open on it is this book that you saw in the painting. I'm going to go read it. All right. Uh, you go pick it up and you just, just lifts in your hand easily. It feels cold, a little wet, um, but lighter than it should for such a large book. Um, you start flipping through the pages. There are spells in here that you've never even heard of. So high level and dark that I, and nowadays spells that would be kept out of the public's eye at all costs. Oh boy. Ancient eldritch shit. And it's all magic directly from your patron. All of them gifts from Booster to this old woman with the book. Wait a fucking minute. I feel second best. <laughs> Was I second pick? You, you fucking asshole. I'm going <laughs> to shake my hand at the sky. You shake your fist at the sky. And as you do, you look up and you see this like mass of cobwebs up in the corner of the ceiling. And you can't help but think it's shaking a little bit. Oh, that doesn't look great. Can I just stow the, the book in my satchel? Mm -hmm. Is someone up there? No response. I hope no one's up there. I do know that there's a demon up there. I don't think I know that. Yeah, I, I just totally forgot to say that. I mean, okay, I've, you you said demons, and I've heard Booster described that way, but I've I've seen Booster, and that's not what I would call him. Have I seen Booster? Yeah, you. I've you've seen had Booster. With yeah. Well, I didn't know if I'd visually seen him. No, you definitely visually okay. seen Booster. Um, he appeared to you in all his glory. What a what a I G. won't be too mean to him. Um. Uh, so. You're stowing away the book? Yeah, I'll stow the book. Okay. Um, or actually, is there a name on the cover? Uh, there is a name. What's the name? The name is Nisa Maldred. Mm. Emilio! Can you hear me? Can you hear me from up here? Uh, yes, I can hear you. How old are you? Uh, uh, live years or dead ones? Um, grand total. Grand total of like 22 living and 400 dead. <laughs> Have you ever heard of uh, Nessa Mordred? Nessa Mordred? Mm. I think that's, what's, that's her name. Uh, the name on the book, you uh, look at it again, it's Maldred. N uh, Nessa Maldred? Uh, oh. Hold on. Uh, and you hear the sound of him walking downstairs he comes up the I, stairs actually have i ever heard of that you've never heard the name nessa maldred he looks at it he goes i have never heard this name specifically but i have heard whispers of a maldred a adversary that he's been around for millennia uh, it was a rival to my family's vampiric house hundreds of years before I was born. An adversarial figure to the, uh, to the Vodacos. 
near a very powerful uh, mage who had even more control over the undead than the vampires. Which is a lot. I have met my mother. Mm. It's quite a lot of control over the undead. Mm. Okay, well that was my first question. My second question, does that look like a person up there? And if there is, do you think they're ignoring me? <laughs> uh, he looks up, that looks like a bunch of cobwebs. Although they do seem to be moving a little bit. So they're ignoring me. That is not what I said. <laughs> hmm. um, we're going to cut back down to the two of you with your tour with Yuri really quick. Uh, he leads you uh, around through the kitchen into this really small uh, little child's room. Uh, there's like a little rocking horse and some toys, uh, the medieval equivalent of a race car bed. So like, I guess like a carriage bed with like horses painted on the side of it. Um, but it's all ancient and flaky and dusty and kind of falling apart. And uh, Yuri goes, oh, well, and uh, this is where I stay now. This is my new room. Uh, what do you think? I don't, I don't really sleep in here because I'm a humunculus, but... What was your old room? Oh, my old room was under that kitchen cabinet back there. Ah. Now that's an improvement then, huh? I love your room, Yuri. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, the, the master left it to me before he left. And then he, he like, kind of like looks like, hmm, maybe I shouldn't have said that. When did the master leave, yeah. Yuri? I'm, I'm going to be real with you. I've got pretty much no perception of time. <laughs> <laughs> did your master eat food? Oh, the the lady and and the young master both ate lots of food. Nice. So we saw what the food that's left looks like. So how long do you think it's been? Well, from the level of moldiness that the food has, do you think we can tell? Hundreds of years. Oh, Yuri. So what do you do all day, bud? Ah, uh, well, uh, I keep my mouth shut mostly. That's that's my number one instruction. Uh, uh, sometimes <laughs> you are doing great. Thank Yuri. you. Thank you. Sometimes, sometimes visitors like you will come by and I, I'll greet them and then we'll send them on the way in the morning. And what happens to them then? They just keep going? They way? just keep going. Hmm. They all keep going if Yuri keeps his mouth shut. Those are the rules. <laughs> And, uh, well, that about concludes the tour. I'm sorry, it's not as impressed. Oh, I haven't shown you upstairs yet. Oh, you're keeping quiet. Have you already seen the upstairs? No, I have not. Would you show it to me? <laughs> Your age. Yes? <laughs> Yeah, would you show me the upstairs, of please? Right this way. So, uh, Tom, and you're you're just having this little conversation <laughs> with um, Emilio when uh, Wendy Anchorage uh, come up the stairs, following the little humunculus Yuri. Oh, uh, hello! You already found the upstairs. This is the upstairs. This is the master bedroom. I I could take this room since there's no one else staying here, but. I feel weird about it. 
the lady was always very kind to Yuri, and I, I just feel bad sleeping in her bed. Well, anyway, there's nothing else to see upstairs. Nothing else? Nope. I'm gonna go start. I'm gonna. I, I want to walk over Can I roll and start so, like. Again? <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I want to start tugging on like some of the cobwebs. C come here, come here. <laughs> I love how I love how Wendy just believes everything Yuri is saying. Your insights have been so bad. Um, uh, Tom, and you walk over and with your like metal gloved hand, you reach up to the ceiling. You can just barely reach it. You start pulling on some of the cobwebs. Oh, Yuri doesn't think you should be doing that. He sticks his finger up in the air. I'm just being nice, and they're Yuri, ignoring me. Why shouldn't we be doing that? Oh, ha, that looks like uh, maybe a hole in the roof. If you pull those spider webs away, the whole house could fall down. Ah! <laughs> well, well there's, some, there's someone up there. <laughs> no, no, there's no one up there. I can see them. They're moving. Hey, Yuri. Ah, yes. Oh, she definitely should hey, be doing that. Hey, man. You want to you wanna come out uh, here with me for a minute? Oh, Yuri. Yuri uh, thinks everyone should get out of this room. I want to cut out. I want to, like, pick him up a little bit and 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 bring him out He's into the hallway. He's against, against that. You just scoop him up. And shut the door. Okay. Uh, you, you shut Wendy, Emilio, and Tom in inside. Increase! Uh, Wait, it's not gonna lock, is it? No. Uh, you hear a clicking noise and the door locks. <laughs> uh, Tom and you hear something from the spider webs. Book. Book. You my book. Actually, I don't think I do. This looks like a terms of inheritance as the second champion of Booster. Did I hear Boost. your voice as well? Yeah. Oh. Booster. Uh, and the cobwebs, they shake little more violently. Actually, actually. As you see a little bit of the stream of the dead moon strike the cobwebs. Uh, Tom, I think we should just get out of here. It's actually oh Busta, okay? So if you look at the if, if you look at the the dwarven um, transcriptions, we can actually see that Booster is more of a common dialect Stop. thing. Um, the true Come pronunciation in. has a bit more emphasis into it, and there's actually an exclamation point included in his name. Mabook. <laughs> okay, we're not going back to that subject. Mabook. <laughs> <laughs> what book is it talking about? I'm just gonna, like, tap oh, my no. satchel. <laughs> oh no! Well, there's nobody here to read it, obviously. The little guy can't. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> now, Anchorage, do I know your name? <laughs> Did you tell me your name? No, I didn't, but that's okay. I feel like I've called his name. You've, or I, I figured it out with the skills of deduction. You're already <laughs> creepy. That's just, <laughs> it's just okay. another layer. It's, it's okay. just another layer. Um, look. 
Yuri, I think that we really need to talk for a second. Okay. So, I'm realizing that maybe, uh, you having some sort of low thought capacity brain has tampered with your ability to understand that you're living in a shit show? That's right. I was designed that way. <laughs> but like, so it's not hear- a bug. It's a feature. <laughs> so like, hear me out. Come with us, dude. And you're you're leave leave behind the master and mistress's house. Oh, they're so oh. long dead, Yuri. Mm, no, no, they aren't. Yuri. No. They're not. Yuri can't leave. They're not. <coughs> oh, you know what, Yuri? Mistress is dead. Yuri, but... you know what? You're so right. They're not dead, dude. They just went on to the next life. But you know what? I actually know this place where no, we no, can not go. not both of them. The mistress has not moved on to the next life. She she can't. She she's still here. She she can't move on. Just oh. like Yuri. Neither of us can. Oh, so the mistress is like is like uh <sighs> Oh <Tom> and <laughs> the spider webs shake and shake and tear as this corpse falls out onto the ground twisted body, long gray hair, stringy and pasted to the scalp with spider webs. These small black spiders begin to pour out of the mouth and eyes as it lays twisted on the ground, saying, Book! Book! Okay, Tommen, this is the moment where we get out of here! Book! <laughs> and that's where we're going to end the session. <laughs> today um thank you so much for listening guys we can't wait to see you next time to continue this adventure uh i have been jonah your host and dungeon master here uh thank you so much for listening again uh just one more time around the table everybody say their names anchorage wendy um tom and jerry but may i may i ask a quick question <laughs> to the audience Absolutely. um just for them to mull over is sourdough bread <laughs> vegan? Yes. But the yeast's alive. I think I've Googled that before. They have well, culture. I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good night, everybody!